y'all welcome back to another edition of she's not bitter podcast i'm your host shakita monet and today is our first official episode (laughs) all right so today i have my special guest with me my best friend my sister tam so tam introduce yourself to the people hey people what's up welcome again to the she's not bitter podcast i am one of her best friends known as tam and you can call me as such (laughs) so i'm glad to be here and we're gonna get this thing popping all right so for people who don't know you are a single mom would you consider yourself a single mom being that you're in a relationship I'm single. I take care of my kids. Oh, okay. 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 (laughs) So you are a single mom of two kids. My God kids, Bryson and Alea Jada Monet. And yes, you did catch that. That Monet, she is named after her auntie, period. (laughs) (laughs) But um, how did you become a single mom? Well, (laughs) the short version. (laughs) Trials and tribulations, people. Trials and tribulations. But um, I have two different, quote unquote, baby daddies. So (laughs) my kids have two different fathers. Um, First father, I just couldn't get with. I'm assuming at that time, the mind wasn't right for him to step up and do what he needed to do. As far as a dad. Um, Second one. We had a four year difference. So I was four years older than him. Uh And he was a good. You know I'm going to say was a good dad. He is a good dad to his son. And he's also a good dad. To my daughter. Which is not his. And he is. He treats her. Like her blood runs through his veins. Mm-hmm. But I think at the time, because he was so young um, when my son was born, that he still wanted to go out and do what he wanted to do and stuff like that. And I, I just didn't have time for that because I'm grown. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to work and take care of my kids, all that going out. Tomorrow is not promised to anybody. So for me, all that going out, you ain't promised to make it back home to your kids. Mm-hmm. So. That's how that happened. So that's how I became a single mom, even though I'm in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I still solely take care of my You're kids. You're on your own. All right. So for the introduction, of course, if you listen to the introduction, I became a single mom after being in a relationship with my kids father for five years. And we decided that we didn't want to be together anymore. So... I've been a single mom for five years. So that's how I became a single mom. So we've been rocking out ever since then, just raising these babies on our own and taking care of them. So on today's episode, the first episode, we are going to talk about peace and moving on and healing yourself after getting out of a relationship with your um, significant other and taking care of these um, kids. When you think of peace and healing and moving on, what do you think about? When I think of peace, healing, and moving on for me, it's just not just a physical thing that you go do. It's something for me with your mind, Mm -hmm. your body, your spirit, your emotions. Because a lot of people don't understand sometimes, depending on the extent of your relationship, 
how much you put into it, if you move on, what you're going to lose from it. So for me, when you're moving on and trying to heal from moving on, you first need to get your mindset right. Mm-hmm. You need to think about your pros, think about your cons, and not saying that, oh, just weigh out your options because just stay. Because if you're not happy, don't stay. But if you already then moved on and with the relationship and you're still lingering around with a lot of emotions after he's gone or she's gone, I say get yourself together, sit down and think about it. Write it down if you need to. Jot it in a journal mm-hmm. what you're going through. Because that's the only way if you could physically see or if you're just that good that you think about stuff and and you go do it. Because see me, person like me, I have to write stuff down and actually look at it and say, okay, this is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just like write it down. Think about your thoughts. Think about your feelings. Write it down. That's the only way you're going to get the help that you need. To write. I definitely wrote in my journal and I still write in my journal (laughs) to this day when I when my anxiety Mm -hmm. gets to a level that's too um too high I literally write down my thoughts and it just makes me feel so much better so I have the definition of peace and it basically is saying exactly what you just said freedom from disturbance tranquility a state or period in which there is no war or a mm-hmm. war has ended. Yeah. Wow. At that second definition. Definitely, definitely can relate. Because once I became with peace with myself, I was yeah. able to move on with the situation. And once I was able to move on with the situation, it caused everything in my life to get better. As far as work, as far as finances, just all overall health overall not being depressed once I became with peace with myself that really helps to let everything else fall in place as far as co-parenting and everything because when you're in when you're at peace at what happened in the past then you're able to move on and be able to co-parent peacefully because and you really have to forgive yourself just forgive yourself of what you thought was supposed to be yep. to now what is. Yeah, I thought this relationship was going to work. I thought I was going to be um, in a two, raising my kids in a two-parent household. That didn't work. Okay, it didn't work. Now what's next? Life goes on. You have to be able to um, raise these kids and move on so we speak about the journal part um what's some other things that help you to move on (laughs) (laughs) keep it pg keep it pg keep it pg (laughs) me i didn't need anything to help me move on Uh because i'm the type of person i don't have time for the BS. Mm-hmm. So if I already see this thing finna go the way it's supposed to go or be what it's gonna be, I'm just gonna pick it up and keep it moving because I'm a very nonchalant person. Mm-hmm. So with me, I'm like, it is what it is. It's not gonna be what it's not gonna be. And Tam gonna move along. And that's just gonna be with it. That. So, and that's just the type of person, and you know that's the type of person I really Yeah, am. you are, I, yeah. I don't have time for it, so. Me, I, I, when I become 
I'm such a hard person to crack in the beginning. So when I let somebody in my life, they're in my life. Yep. I'm deeply involved. involved. My emotions are there. I care about you very, very deeply. I want to see you win. I want to see us win. So whenever it did bro break off after the, you know, the five years, it took me a while to get over my situation. I if I had to put a time frame on it, it probably was like a year and a half yep. of me, you know, finally realizing, hey, you gotta get up. You gotta do something. So I literally was laying in my bed. I was off from work that morning and I was just like depressed. I was like so feeling so sorry for myself. And then I just asked the Lord and I was like, well Lord, I just need your help. I just need to be able to move on. And then that's when he spoke to me and he told me to go to school and go enroll in some classes. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. I went back to school. I enrolled in classes. Going back to school just gave me so much confidence and made me like be invested in something else other besides going to work and taking care of my kids mm -hmm. that it was able school helped me get back to myself. So once I started going back to school, I started getting back to myself it was over. It was a wrap. I was right. happy. I was good. I was able to move on. I was able to be able to be in a same room with my kids' father without feeling any like animosity, any stress. Mm -hmm. And they, they, it, I've seen this quote on social media all the time when they say, "You know, you're at peace with the situation when you're." When you're in that situation and you no longer feel tense, right. you no longer feel any emotions to the situation. Right. So that's when you know when you're truly at peace to what happened. So once I, you know, was able to do that, things just kind of worked on alone for me. And I was able to get back to me and be on my own and help raise these beautiful kids. Right. Aggravating, but beautiful. They are beautiful. So, um, so I say, write your journal down, write things, set goals. When you do set goals, set little minor goals first. Yes. So whenever I you agree. reach those minor goals, it'll give you some confidence and it'll build it up you and you'll be gradually. able to reach the bigger yep. goals and you won't feel, and you don't want to put so much pressure. We put so much pressure on ourselves. Yes. <laughs> yes. We do. Cause even when I first became a, a single mom, um, my first, it was so hard for me, like, working and missing things. Missing things like Braylon's um, football games or anything. I felt so bad, like, if I mm -hmm. would miss something. Yep. And then my mom would finally just be like, Keita, you're not going to be at everything. Like, so mm -hmm. you might as well just let that go. But I felt so bad and I put so much pressure on myself mm -hmm. to be this perfect mom. There is no such thing as a perfect mom. Never. Like there is no, no, we're all just basically learning things step by step and doing things right. and figuring out how to make sure these kids, when they do become adult adults, that they're healthy and they don't have any trauma from their childhood. That's right. my biggest, that's, that's, that's my goal. number one goal as big a mom. Goal. I want my kids to be, when they get older, 
I want them to look back and say, dang. We had a good Yeah, childhood. my mama, she really tried her hardest. Yeah. And I don't feel any trauma. I don't feel any pain from where from when from growing up so that's yeah. my number one goal when it comes to raising my kids um what's some other things yoga exercising yeah y'all can do yoga exercise <laughs> you know, like, i ain't got it these bones ain't flexible and stuff like that but you know but definitely definitely you know another thing too that i see a lot of women do not knocking you women but y'all get out of relationships and jump to the next so quick. But you know why? You know why they do that? Some people, like, they really, in their mind, they can't be alone. And that's just something that a person has to deal with themselves. Because in their mind, they can't be alone and they jump out too quick. I didn't see it, baby. I don't have time. You have to. Here's my thing. For however many years you've been in that situation, it's probably going to be the, uh, the same amount, if not half, the time that you need to be single and time to reflect on what, what happened, happened in the relationship. What can you approve on? What what was your fault? Because there, you got to be real yeah, with yourself you, exactly, in because, order to understand what you did wrong. Yeah, because I had to come up to that conclusion in that first period. I put a lot of the blame on him and I was totally wrong because it's, it takes two. It takes two to figure out what happened in the relationship. Somebody is going to act and somebody is going to react with every situation. And if you got somebody that's acting and nobody's not reacting every time someone acts then that's a problem. Yeah. Because that's me. That means things are not being addressed. But then when you got somebody acting and reacting, things are getting addressed and whatever side of the fence you on, in your mind, what you're saying is right. Yeah. And what they're saying is wrong. Wrong. So you got to be real with yourself because I will tell anybody, they were like, well, what you think you did wrong? I know what I do wrong. That's my <laughs> I mean, that's just bottom line. I'm not in denial about that. I have a bad attitude when it comes to certain stuff because I have a low tolerance. Yeah. So you got to be real with yourself to get where you need to be at. Yeah. And a lot of people are not. They're in denial thinking, oh, I'm a good, you can be a good girlfriend. You could be a good fiance. You could be a good wife. But you could be overall a generally a good person. But you got to realize you might what be, your flaws are. Yeah, and you might not be the good person for that, that particular person. person. Right. Y'all just probably not meant to be, be together, together. And that's perfectly, that's perfectly okay. So it definitely, I had to reflect and think about what I did wrong in the situations and what what I need to do going forward if if <laughs> I ever get decide yeah, yeah if I ever decide to get in a relationship with somebody I'll know what not to do right. so you definitely 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 got to take time out reflect on yourself work on yourself and then you know get out there and date and put yourself out there because I do see people be moving on you, yeah, right. be moving yeah, on too quick. quick. And the next thing you know, you didn't boom, you didn't got another baby with this one. But you got to put some space in between and heal your, yourself. Yeah, your heal relationships yourself. and heal yourself and make yourself happy. 
Um, I know everybody um, loves Will Smith and Jada Pinkett before the whole entanglement thing happened. Right. They were a lot of people's relationship goals, which I don't believe in relationship goals. Because you but don't know what's going on <laughs> behind, behind closed doors. Door, clearly, so. we we saw what was going on behind closed doors. But he always, Will Smith always said, um, I don't know the quote um, verbatim, but he always said that your happiness shouldn't be based off on what the other person in your relationship brings for you yep so you can't depend on that person to make you happy to make you happy you have to make you happy you be happy first and let them contribute to your happiness. yes 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 and it will make the relationship and everything be so so much much smoother even when it comes down to um co-parenting like you just gotta let go of some of the resentment some of the hurt i know it sounds Easier than done, because mm-hmm. so, sometimes you do get hurt in those situations and you can't let it go. But you, at the end of the day, you have to let it go. Right. You have to let it go. I don't know. Write it down on a piece of paper and burn it. I heard that's very therapeutic. If that would, <laughs> y'all can do that. But if you really have an issue and the arson problem, I'm gonna say don't maybe, maybe try talking it out with that person. Which I don't think that would no, go well because some people don't listen. A lot of people talk and some don't listen. And you may you may be dealing with a person just like you. You may be a, a talker and not a listener. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say that. But if it is that deep to where, well, write them a letter or something. But don't give it to them. I did that. You wrote a letter? I wrote my kid's father a letter. Where did that? And I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote him a letter, but I never gave it to him. And I just. But it expressed it, your feelings. Oh, and it, 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 it gave yeah. Relief. It released so much off of me during that time period. Okay. But I kind of wrote down everything of how he had hurt me and everything. So definitely one of the ways. Yeah, so write a letter, but you don't have to give it to that person. Just anywhere, any way that you can heal yourself and be able to move on away from the situation Mm -hmm. so it doesn't cause a lot of animosity and friction. Mm -hmm. But listen, this is my sister podcast, so we talk about everything, so I know what she's going to do. Men. Please stay in tune with what we're talking about. This is just not for women, okay? <laughs> the things we're talking about, I am not a biased person. And anybody will tell you that I don't always be on the female side because I'm a female. Yeah. I, you know, analyze the situation, get the facts in the situation, get the evidence. And that's how I, you know, make decisions on um what I'm going to say, my opinions on situations. So, fellas, do stay tuned in because this can be helpful for you guys as well. To understand a woman's point of view. And not saying that every woman is going to have our point of view. Everybody is different. Right. Everybody moves different, but... Even uh, we don't agree on yeah, everything. Yeah, on so. everything. So, we, our situation, we're single moms, but our situations are totally different. And we'll get into some of those topics of how we feel on certain things. But, um, I guess this is pretty much episode one on moving on. If there was anything that you felt that we didn't address, please let me know. And we can definitely, definitely discuss this further because I'm pretty sure it's more to moving on than what we discussed and it takes years to get all of that out so years to get 
in this space. Yep. In this headspace. And baby, let me tell you, once you get in this headspace, you ain't gonna care what going on. You ain't gonna care what going on. You just gonna be worried about yourself. And anything that comes and try to threaten your peace, you're gonna like stop it dead in. So, uh, so a lot of the arguments, a lot of the disagreements, the first co-parenting, it's probably gonna stop once you become at peace with, with yourself, yourself and move on from the situation of what hurt you. Um, definitely, definitely, this was exciting. A look, exciting little episode. Um. I am excited to get in these topics because it's good. This is actually therapeutic. Oh for yeah, us to talk about and for for the people. The last thing I want to say is just find peace within yourself mm-hmm. because if you don't have peace within yourself, it causes a lot of friction and tension when it comes to your children, your significant other. Family members, find that peace within your within yourself because just know what God has for you is going to be for you, and nobody is going to be able to come in and take that from you because God God is an invisible shield that you don't know that you have, but you got to let Him use you the right way. So be happy within yourself because it will reflect on your children. It will reflect on your significant other's family and friends if you're not a happy person. That will cause a lot of friction. So sit down. Right, if you're a singer and singing makes you happy, like my sister said, do yoga, exercise, whatever makes you happy, whatever gets your brain flowing to get yourself in a mental, a good mental mind state, do that. Yes, and I'll just leave you guys with a quote that I saw on Instagram. No, I saw this on YouTube um, from... I forgot his name, but it says every negative thing that has made you cry over the years will fade away and be replaced with happiness, laughter, love, and blessings. And if you don't believe it, just continue listening to this podcast and you you would see that this i'm a living testimony of this quote Amen. amen but thank you guys for tuning in um and please come back to the next episode of she's not bitter podcast and thank you tam for having me you no thank you for being here with me i appreciate it (laughs) she'll be here a lot trust and believe (laughs) bye guys